In this week's edition of Farmers Inside Track, we're catching up with Nezisa Sogoni, a 28-year-old business school and IT graduate turned poultry farmer from Butterworth in the Eastern Cape. And in our entrepreneurship slot, agricultural economist Lunati Tlakanyane talks about the crucial role street vendors play to social distance food retailing in Mzanzi as we continue to tackle the COVID-19 pandemic. We are inspired by Farmer's Choice founder Andile Matukane, also known as the Spinach Lady. She says being featured on Food Film Zanzi garnered many new opportunities and relationships in the agri-industry. And this week we are reading Vusi, Business and Life Lessons from a Black Dragon. This book by author Vusi Tembekwayo will definitely change your life. We're also excited about our new weekly AMT Fresh Produce Outlook on the Market with agricultural economist Dr. Johnny van der Merwe. He will highlight the latest price movements and expectations for the coming week. This is Farmers Inside Track, supported by Food from Zanzi. Inspiration for your business and life. From South Africa's farmers and agripreneurs. Hey South Africa, welcome to episode 31 of Food Form Zanzi's weekly podcast called Farmers Inside Track. My name is Dawn Numdu. I am the editor of South Africa's leading agricultural news and lifestyle publication. And joining me is journalist Duncan Masiwa. Hey Dawn, it's great to join you and our listeners from all over the world again. I'm also honored and excited to co-present on the country's leading agricultural podcast, Listen, we've got another exciting lineup today. That's right, Duncan. I'm really thrilled about today's podcast. But first up, it's over to you, Duncan, and Nesiza Sogoni, a 28-year-old business school and IT graduate turned poultry farmer from Butterworth in the Eastern Cape. Welcome to Farmers Inside Track, Nesiza. I have to say your agricultural journey is probably one of the stories that I enjoy talking about the most because you in fact left a comfy job as an accounts consultant at a cellular company just to pursue a career in agriculture and farm chickens. For those who might not know you and what your story is, what made you leave such a high-earning job just to farm with Zinkuku? Hello, Duncan, and hello to everyone. Thank you for having me here. Well, I was following my dream of always wanting to have a business. And at that time, I was surrounded by entrepreneurs. So that gave me the drive and I took the leap of faith to start. And chickens made sense. (laughs) Now, we all know that being a farmer is far from easy. And farmers often have to deal with many challenges. But you have a bit of a unique story to tell, Nazisa, Because when you started in June 2018, your business in fact failed. Tell us a bit about that time in your agri-career. I was scammed by a company I found online, which promised to help aspiring chicken farmers. Everything looked legit, from equipment to the chickens. But after payment, delivery was never made. So you can imagine how frustrated I was. I had nothing. My dream was basically shorted. So giving up was my best option. But thank God, my significant faith didn't allow me to. You of course then had to start over, but it was this time very different because you then started with 10 chickens as opposed to the 100 that you initially wanted to kick off with. 
what was your reason behind trying again, yet only this time on a much smaller scale? I learned my lesson, Duncan. I wasn't about to do the same mistake. I had to do things differently as I wanted a different result. So instead of giving up, I started small so I could build myself up. I wanted to learn all the processes of chicken farming and make a success out of it. Let's quickly talk about being a woman in agriculture. What has the journey been like for you? And would you say that the industry has been friendly towards you as a female farmer? The journey has been amazing. What a time to be alive. I'm so fortunate to be a woman in agriculture, filled with so many women. I get to engage with other women, not only engaging, but I'm learning, there's mentorship and uh, daily affirmations. There are a lot of women taking up space and that has built relationships within us women. So yeah, it's been very, very amazing. Your question on being friendly, I would say yes and no. Yes, it is friendly. And sometimes no, because not everyone will be rooting for you. That is just the way of life, sadly. I'm sure as a young farmer, you've had to face many challenges, but have also been able to grow as an entrepreneur in the farming space. What has been your proudest moment in agriculture? And perhaps tell us what keeps you motivated in an industry that is far from easy. Stop. You're going to make me emotional. This overwhelms me all the time. Firstly, I am so, so proud of myself. The journey has been very fulfilling. Knowing that my dream is now my purpose makes me so, so happy. Contributing to the agri-sector, being able to aspire and inspire others so they can also start their own productions. Donating to the less fortunate, creating employment, knowing that I fit the nation, and making agriculture my culture. (laughs) It has been the best thing that I have ever done. I'm surrounded by passionate people and encouraging people. That keeps me so, so motivated. Right, on to our quirky question segment in which I ask you two questions that are completely unrelated to agriculture. Here we go. Question one. If you could eat only one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? (laughs) Chickens. It'll be chickens, of course. Question two. Would you rather always say everything that's on your mind or never speak again? Quite tricky, hey? I'd rather not speak again. I have crazy thoughts at times. (laughs) So it's best I keep quiet. Thanks for joining us, Nesiza. I'm really inspired by your story and willpower to go against all your naysayers. Stay tuned. Next up, I'm connecting with agricultural economist Lunati Lakanyane. He talks about the crucial role street vendors play to social distance food retailing in Mzanzi. Hey Lunati, thanks for joining us. Maybe you can start by telling us what role does the informal sector play in South Africa's economy? 
Well, the informal sector plays a crucial role in South Africa's economy. For example, job losses in the formal employment sector lead to an increase in the number of workers who create their own jobs through self-employment in the informal sector. So in this sense, the informal sector acts as a shock absorber in times of economic instability. What is the estimated growth in terms of job creation in Umzanzi within the sector? Well, at present, um, it's estimated that one in six South Africans will work, work in the informal sector. The NDP, for example, predicts that the sector will create between 1.2 to 2 million new jobs by 2030, which, as I'm sure you will certainly agree, will go a long way in alleviating the country's soaring unemployment rate. The coronavirus pandemic has exposed the number of shortfalls in the informal sector. Could you highlight this and what can be done to address it? Well, I think shortcomings of the sector at the back of the pandemic are not necessarily attributable to its participants, but rather point to the inadequacy of policymakers to recognize the immense role of the informal trading sector to the country's social and economic development. Evidence of this inadequacy, of course, was the failure of the social lockdown regulation to designate essential status to street food vendors, despite the fact that over 70% of households and townships sourced their fresh produce from such vendors. So one way we can avoid this policy blunder in future is to create systems of social and legal protection for the informal trade market. According to the African Food Security Urban Network, 70% of South African households source their food from street vendors. What opportunities are there in terms of food distribution systems, especially in light of the COVID-19 crisis? Well, it's long been pointed out that South Africa's informal market, of which food street vendors make a significant portion of, hasn't quite caught up with other developing countries in terms of technological transformation. Transactions in the informal sector, for example, are still very much coin-based. And of course, now we know that the coronavirus is easily transferred through objects that pass through hands. And of course, that includes money. So the pandemic presented a rather unique opportunity for a technological solution that uses a peer-to-peer model that exports all transactions between customers and street vendors into an app-based platform. As food stands are, by definition, social distance friendly, the digitization of the transaction process will greatly reduce the probability of contagion, ensuring safer trading conditions for both customer and seller. Thanks for joining us, Lunati Tlakanyane. One of the trending stories on Food from Zanzi is about Farmer's Choice founder Andile Matukane, also known as the Spanish Lady. She says being featured on Food from Zanzi has garnered many new opportunities and relationships in the agri-industry. Hi, I'm Zanzi. We are so pleased that we have the opportunity to be featured on the Food from Zanzi broadcast, which brought us so many opportunities for people to hear our stories and hear what we actually do and what we're all about. That was like the most amazing time and opportunity. And we as Farmer's Choice are so grateful for that. And we say thank you, Food from Zant. Salute. Thanks for the inspiration, Andile. We feel honored to have told your story. For more daily inspirational stories about the farmers and agriculturalists to go above and beyond to feed South Africa, stay tuned to www.foodformzanzi.co.za or simply follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food Forms Zanzi so much. 
they're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story. Now for that book review we promised. Vusi Temekwayo needs little introduction. He's an entrepreneur, global speaker and an investor. And our farmers have selected his book Vusi Business and Life Lessons from a Black Dragon as their book of the week. We cross over now to Food for Mzanzi's co-founder Ivor Price for this review. Hey there, and yes, I can fully understand why Mzanzi's farmers consider Vusi's book an absolute must-read. Listen, he's been called many things. Maverick, leadership genius, self-made millionaire, dragon, the rock star of public speaking. His book is about his inspiring journey from the townships to the top echelons of South African business to becoming one of the youngest directors of a listed company as well as the CEO of a boutique investment firm. For those of you who've watched the Dragon's Den TV series, he was a judge on there and he's a well-known public speaker across the world. Vusi doesn't just talk business, he lives it. And in this book, you can learn the secret of his success and also help shape your own destiny. So get the book. It is highly recommended reading. Thanks, Ivor. And from our book of the week to this week's AMT Fresh Produce Outlook on the Markets, here's Dr. Johnny van der Merwe an agricultural economist at the Northwest University. Thank you very much, Dawn and Duncan. Proud to be associated with this excellent platform. As mentioned, this is your weekly AMT Fresh Produce Outlook on the Markets, made possible by Standard Bank. To stay up to date with the latest prices and news, please subscribe to the AMT YouTube page and follow us on Facebook as well. But let's jump into the latest vegetable prices the past week. The potato price increased by 1% week-on-week to 29.87 per 10 kilogram bag with demand still limited on the markets. The tomato price decreased by 2% last week to 6.35 with volumes increasing slightly week-on-week. Carrot prices continued its downward trend decreasing by 8% last week to 3.85 per kilogram. Low carrot volumes this week due to some producers that's out of the market and of course the wetter weather is still giving some support to these prices. The onion price also decreased by 8% to 5 rand and 4 cents per kilogram, mostly due to limited demand on the markets. Other vegetable prices traded as follows. Cabbages on 2 rand 68, garlic on 108 rand 94, spinach on 2 rand 81, sweet potatoes on 3 rand 22 and peppers on 12 rand 75. In general, we are expecting the colder and wetter weather uh, to further support the demand for vegetables and draw demand away from the fruit market, of course. As a result, most fruit prices trended downward last week with very low demand the major reason for this. The banana price decreased by 1% to 7.13 per kilogram last week with low demand that will continue to drive prices downward this week. 
The latest Apple price traded 2% lower on 6.53 with the pear price decreasing significantly to 5.89 per kilogram. The orange price however got some support increasing by 6% week on week to 3.56 per kilogram although higher volumes were received on the markets. The other price gained the most ground increasing by a healthy 11% to 11.82 per kilogram. Pineapple prices decreased again by 3% to 8.94 last week which is 59% lower than a month ago but still 63% higher compared to last year this time. Other fruit prices traded as follows. Grapes on 44.64, mangoes on 15.35, peaches on 8.12 and lemons on 4.31. To stay up to date with the latest prices and news in the fresh produce markets of South Africa, please subscribe to the AMT YouTube page and also follow us on Facebook. This broadcast was of course made possible by Standard Bank. Back to you Dawn and Duncan. Thanks Dr. Johnny van der Merwe who brought us this week's AMT Fresh Produce Outlook. For more information go to amtrends.co.za. Dawn, that's a wrap for this week then. Remember if you love the podcast, please please share it with your friends, family members and fellow farmers. That brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Please stay safe out there and follow Food from Zanzi's COVID-19 support page for the latest information. From me, Dornumdu. And me, Duncan Masua. And the rest of the Food Form Zanzi team. Have a great week. Ciao. You've been listening to the Farmers Inside Track podcast, supported by Food Form Zanzi. For more information, find us on www.farmersinsidetrack.co.za.